Hello there and welcome to the podcast. It's John Markar here and I thought I'd just jump in with a very quick but very important message that I wanted to share with you before you delve into this episode of the Driven Chat podcast. This podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now come to an end. But don't worry, I'm not going to stop you from listening to this episode or from catching up with the 185 episodes that we've recorded in this format. I just wanted to let you know that if you're looking for our new episodes recorded after December 2023, then you'll need to seek out our new podcast, The Driven Podcast. You can find The Driven Podcast in all the usual podcast platforms, including, chances are, the one that you're listening to this one on right now. So please do enjoy this episode, share it with a friend by all means. But when it's done, don't forget to search for the new podcast, The Driven Podcast, and subscribe to the new format to hear the new stuff. To make life easy, head on over to the Driven website via driven.site. There you will find links through to the new podcast, including links to your preferred podcast platform. And hey, whilst you're there, why not check out everything else we do, including hand-picked automotive news stories, car and bike reviews, video features, and even more. For now, though, I'll let you enjoy this episode. And I will remind you again at the end of the episode, but for the future reference, this message is approximately 1 minute and 30 seconds long. That's six clicks on the 15-second skip button. Enjoy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Driven Chat Podcast. My name is John Markham and this week it's another one of those noisy walk around multiple voice episodes but for good reason because this one has a bit of a charity focus you join me standing at the exit of the chicane the iconic chicane at the goodwood motor circuit down in the south of england the event that i'm at today is called the supercar event and it is an event that is organized with the benefit of a charity called the Children's Trust, a fantastic charity that looks after children with um, various ailments and disabilities, um, but some quite kind of hard-hitting stuff. So a, a real, real valuable charity to uh, to kind of wave the flag for. Now, I've been invited today. My whole reason for being here is because of an organisation called Sporting Bears. And chances are, if you are a UK listener and if you have frequented many motoring events in the UK, you may well have seen the company Sporting Bears. It's a car club, effectively, that have uh, a membership base with a collection of wonderful cars, everything from supercars to classic cars to really quirky, unusual stuff. But it's all cars that people likely want to have a ride in passenger ride in and what sporting bears do is they go along to events like this and give people the opportunity to pay a small donation a small fee to sit in the passenger seat and go for a drive on the public roads and the money that they pay then goes towards the nominated charity so in this case as i say it's today about the children's trust now they're here doing their road driving 
but also here, organised by the Children's Trust, is some laps as well. So you can hear cars going around the circuit at the moment. I'm looking at a caterham that's just going through the chicane now. But we have everything here from, in fact, look at the house this for timing. I've got a Dodge Viper, first edition Dodge Viper coming through in full Le Mans spec and livery. Uh, following that is an F12 Ferrari, followed by an F8 Tributo. Have a listen to these. And then we've got a Ferrari California and a 350. No, I'm lying. That's a Cigaris. It's a TVR Cigaris. See, look, uh, more of a pro would, would have audio edited that to correct my mistake, but I'm just going to claim it. I got it wrong. But yeah, the day today is all about giving people the opportunity to experience a cool car at a very cool location, either on the circuit or out on the public roads. And the benefit for the day is, of course, the charities. What you're going to hear from today is a collection of conversations, a lot of noises like this. That's an STO Huracan, by the way. And uh, some conversations with the people that are driving these cars and finding out why people are here, why they're giving up their time, why they're giving up their fuel expenses and everything else to come and take part in the day. So, enough of me rambling on for an intro. I'm going to have a wander around couple of things to point out. The weather at the moment, we're recording this on that week where we've had the most blistering hot weather. Crazy, crazy, crazy hot weather. Uh, the end of that week, the Friday that we're now on today, it's pouring with rain. So, um, yeah, we'll see. There have even been a couple of rumbles of thunder. So we'll see how things pan out. At the moment, everyone's getting a bit wet, uh, but the circuit is still in use. I'm now watching a GT40. Have a listen. GT40 exiting the chicane and going down the pit lane in the pouring rain. Fair play to them. Uh, yeah, so welcome to the podcast. Let's have a wander around. Let's talk to some interesting people. Let's listen to some exciting cars and um, see how we get on. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. Hello, my name's Liz George and I'm the Director of Fundraising and Communications at the Children's Trust. Well, Liz, thank you for inviting me firstly into this uh, dry hut here at uh, the Goodwood Motor Circuit because at the moment it is still raining. It is. Um, and uh, yeah, taking some shelter. We can still hear supercars yeah, driving yeah. on the circuit, which is quite exciting. Yeah. Uh, but Liz, thank you so much for inviting us here today. I wanted to come in and have a quick chat with you. I'm talking to you, I'm talking to people from Sporting Bears as well, trying to get a real understanding of what this event's all about. Yeah. Um, but you are from the Children's Trust and you are effectively the charity that's benefiting from today. Yeah. Um, so in your words, what is today? Oh, today, I mean, it's an amazing opportunity, um, really, to kind of raise some money, first and foremost, for, for the cause, you know, that is the Children's Trust. So the Children's Trust is actually a charity for children with brain injury and with neurodisability, um, whether that's a brain injury acquired through accident or illness, um, or whether that's been through something that's happened perhaps before they were born. Um, and this is just a really good opportunity for us to engage with different people at different levels, you know, have some fun and actually raise a huge amount of money. So we tend to raise, um, or we're certainly aiming this weekend, to raise in the region of around £80,000 um, through the generosity of, of uh, our supporters um, and particularly the generosity of the volunteer drivers. So all the drivers on the track today uh, are out there giving their time, volunteering, um, all with their own cars and um, taking children, people out for you know passenger rides and that's how we're raising some money. So it's just a great opportunity. Fantastic. And what I love about today is the fact that everyone that has brought a car along 
is doing so out of their own pocket. Yes. Their own fuel, their own tyres. Yeah. Some have had to stay locally in hotels down the road that they're all paying for. Yeah. But effectively, they're giving up also a day of their time to allow people to pay a bit of money, sit in the passenger seat and enjoy some amazing yeah. laps. It's yeah. just amazing, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, it really is. And actually, the committee um, who've been, you know, sort of organising this event, um, and they have done now for, so this is actually our 16th year. Wow. It's our 15th event. So we did have a year cancelled, obviously, with COVID. Um, so we're really pleased to be back, particularly back here at Goodwood. Um, it's the first uh, first year we've been back on a two-day uh, two uh, event as well down here at Goodwood and again that's fantastic because it gives us an opportunity really to kind of you know welcome different types of people uh, we've got a lot more in terms of volunteers we've got a lot more companies volunteering with us um, today on a Friday uh, that we're speaking and um, tomorrow we've got a lot more families coming down as well um, and as you said the volunteer drivers you know they've been with us uh, many of them for all of those 16 years actually so um, great effort that they've all gone to as well yeah fantastic and I'd be fascinated to know how did this all come about is it through a shared passion for cars is it just was it a, a an idea that came out of nowhere is this typically how the charity raises money yeah, so I think um, originally um, the the committee uh, and a group of kind of, you know, really passionate car enthusiasts um, who live locally to the Children's Trust, which is based in Tadworth in Surrey, um, they got together and actually they, they came to the Children's Trust, in fact, for the children to look at the cars, you know, maybe sit in the cars, um, you know, just have the experience of, of feeling what it's like to be in a supercar, but not necessarily driving anywhere. Um, and I think really it kind of, you know, just, um, just grew from there. Uh, we were at Dunsfold for many years so we had a two-day event uh, each year down there for about I think that probably would have been about 13 years we then had one year up at uh, Rockingham um, and then we're delighted when actually the opportunity came up at, at Goodwood because of course the heritage the history you know the atmosphere that everybody talks about you know you really feel that here at, uh, at Goodwood um, and it's just brilliant to you know to be able to kind of welcome those who are supporting the charity as well as those who are here for the cars and you know kind of bring everybody together on just a fantastic fan, fun family filled day yeah fantastic and do you get much of a chance to enjoy it or do you sort of cooped away doing the, the, the charity bits and pieces? No, I, I, get to, I get to, you know, be out there and chatting right. to everybody. I'll get to be out on the cars, you know, on the track later on. So it's it's great and it's, um, you know, we're just delighted to be back here. Fantastic. And I said, really want to, to raise a huge amount of money. Um, you know, we've got lots of other ways to raise money as well. Um, so we run events, sporting events, golf events, um, gala dinners, you know, so there's lots of ways that people can get involved if they'd like to, not just here at Goodwood. Fantastic. That is the great thing. I mean, it's one thing we talk about so frequently on both our podcast and our radio show is the, the fantastic community around yeah. the automotive industry. It's this great industry where everybody's in it because they love cars, they yeah. love motorcycles and engines or electric motors, but you can organise a day like today and suddenly that community of people comes together and it just starts to flourish doesn't yeah, it because then absolutely. people know they're here for a good cause yeah. they're able to raise some money and have some fun with their cars which yeah. is something not a lot of people can often get the opportunity to do the chance to drive around a circuit like Goodwood yeah, is really right. exciting yeah. so, I think even yeah. even our volunteers actually not just the drivers so we've got I was talking to a couple of the um, ladies out on the ticketing desk and again they've been with us for 16 years they, they they love the cars but actually they love helping the charity and they love the you know the atmosphere and and the, the kind of you know the fun that everybody has together on a day like this so they've literally been coming back every year to sit on the ticket desk and you know help out as volunteers which again I as you say, it just speaks to that real kind of community spirit um, when it's about the event and also charity. It's brilliant. Fantastic. 
And you'd mentioned that figure that you're hoping to raise this yep. weekend. What sort of, how does this sort of event compare to, let's say, the golf events and things? Does, is this a bit more of a moneymaker? Yeah, I mean, this certainly this is one of our flagship events. It's one of our biggest events. Um, and that's not just in terms of the money um, that we're able to generate for the charity. Uh, it's also really important um, in terms of the number of people that we're able to engage with. So um, we're hoping for around about 100,000 people, you know, through the gates this year. Um, when we were in our sort of the heyday in Dunsfold, I think we reached around 160,000 people. So really, you know, looking at um, different types of people to, to engage with and to tell them more about the charity. Um, we also, as I said, you know, we have the golf events. We have, you know, people running marathons for us. Um, and oftentimes, you know, it's an event like this that will then help us to talk to those people about a different event. And they'll often then go on and they'll run the marathon for us and they'll, you know, do their own bake sales. It's not all about the sporting things. You know, we love a good old bake sale as well. So any way they want to help us, they're more than welcome. Fantastic. And in case there's anybody listening now that thinks this sounds like exactly the sort of thing I want to get involved in, where do they go? So um, give, give me a, a, an email, drop me an email um, or a ring. So it's the Children's Trust at Tadworth uh, in Surrey. Um, we can put the email address at the end of the podcast. It'll be inquiries at thechildrenstrust.org.uk. Um, but just give us a ring and, uh, you know, or, or drop us a line and anything you want to get involved with. All of the events are online. The website is www.thechildrenstrust.org.uk. Um, and there's lots of other ways that you can get involved as well. Volunteering, um, helping out in our shops. We have a chain of 17 retail um, outlets as well across the southeast. So always looking for donations um, of clothing and toys and books and things. So again, moving it away from sporting, but lots of ways to get involved. Fantastic. And we will include all of those handles, website URLs, phone numbers, it's all in the description of this podcast below. So wherever you're listening below, you'll be able to see all of those contact details there just in case you want to get in, get in contact and, crucially, be involved because it's, it's a fantastic day. Even when it's raining, it's a fantastic day. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> and I think the most important thing to remember is, you know, the, the good that all of this is doing. So, you know, I said at the very beginning, you know, we're there to help children and families, children, young people and families with brain injury and neurodisability. We've got a couple of our young people, I think, who are coming down today. Right. Um, so uh, they might not be out on the track, but they'll certainly be enjoying themselves looking at the cars. I think one of them, it's actually his 18th birthday today, so oh, wow. he's um, getting a special tour of the paddock as well. Um, and that, really that's what the money is, you know, is there for. We need to be able to reach more children and families around the UK to provide the sport, help them to, you know, kind of understand what having um, a brain injury, a concussion, neurodisability even, you know, what, what that means um, and how they can get help. Um, that's really what we're about and that's why it's just so brilliant to welcome all these people and be able to tell them a little bit more about about that. And it must be so special as well for, especially, well, it would be special for the children that are here that have benefited from, benefited from the charity, but for the families, parents to be here with their children yeah. and to meet face-to-face people that have volunteered their time, their, their cars, their fuel, to effectively raise money for people they might not necessarily know. And I just think that's such a special yeah, moment. Absolutely. And it really brings that connection as well. You know, you can see some of our young people do have, you know, quite significant health challenges. And, you know, some of them um, aren't able to, you know, to sort of move themselves um, as freely and easily as, as we might. Or um, they might be non-verbal, for example. But actually, you can see the excitement and, you know, kind of um, the enjoy, you know, how much they're enjoying the day when they get here. They absolutely, you know, 
love it. So, uh, yeah, I think it'd be really good, to, again, to create that, that connection and um, have a fun day. Fantastic. Well, Liz, thank you so much for giving me some of your time. I'm sure you've got Pleasure. a very, very busy weekend ahead of you. Thank you, um, yeah. And congratulations so far for such an amazing event this year, but, of course, all the events previously, and I'm sure this will be uh, a relationship moving forward. We'll see more of each other as the years go yeah, on. That'd be great. I'd love to. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thank Thanks. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. I ventured back out, having just spoken to Liz, a lovely conversation there with Liz, who shared off Mike that she's actually relatively new to the organisation, new to the role, uh, but her background in charity is, uh, is massively extensive and has also had involvement in another very fantastic charity that you've also heard on the podcast before, Mission Motorsport. We spoke with the founder of that, James Cameron, in the not too distant past. I say that with such confidence. It might have actually been before Christmas and in fact was ages ago, probably almost a year ago. But yeah, great to chat to Liz, um, who is just yeah putting so much work now into making these events what they are. But I now am standing, if you're familiar with Goodwood, there's a sound you'll be familiar with for a start, the flat plane crank of a Ford GT40 as it drives past. But I'm now stood above the pit lane on that iconic platform that looks down onto the pits and onto the start-finish straight. It is still raining. I have still got an umbrella over my head, and you probably can still hear the rain pattering along. But I thought whilst up here, rather than just selfishly enjoying all the cars to myself, I might uh, bring you along to listen and uh, see some of the cars that come past. Well, hear some of the cars. I need to stop saying see, don't I? Uh, for example, a 488 Challenge car, which at the moment in the rain, because that massive wing is kicking up huge amounts of water thanks to the downforce. I think that's actually one of the coolest things about racing cars. Uh, we've also got a Carrera GT that's about to fly down the straight. I'm hoping it's going to fly down the straight and it's not going into the pits. He's coming past. Right, listen to this V10 sound. Good noises. Bear in mind, it's raining, it's pouring with rain, and we all know, well, most of us, I'm sure, know that Carrera GTs do not have traction control, so uh, pretty brave to even have that thing out on the track, let alone be hammering it down the straights. Let's see what else we've got coming up and coming past. It looks like an Audi R8 V10 Plus. That's got the, the joy of traction control and, of course, four-wheel drive. That pitting in, so we're not going to hear that one go screaming. However, we have got GT3 RS and a Lotus Evora. Sounding very spicy, that nice spicy V6. But yeah, the rain, amazingly, isn't detracting from the day. I'm looking now over my shoulder at a caterer driving around in the pit lane with an umbrella up to keep the drivers dry. Um, but, you know, there, there are cars here that you'd think do you know, I wouldn't be at all surprised or offended if, given the weather, people said, no, I'm going to wait until the sun comes out. But they're still out driving them, which is amazing to see. And again, bearing in mind, they're doing all of this, the drivers, out of their own free time, with their own expenditure on fuel. Here comes that GT40 again. How good does that sound? That's so good. Yeah, everyone here doing so under their own... You're going to hear me say this over and over again today because I think it's so crucial to remember. Everyone's spending their own money. It's money coming out of their own pocket. Fuel, we all know how expensive fuel is at the moment. And nobody else is paying for fuel other than the owners of the cars. So to, uh, to give up their time, their fuel, their tyre costs, their servicing costs on these cars... Here's the Ferrari again. 
it's uh, it really is quite a fantastic day. It's really embracing that automotive community. I wish there was an interactive way that people could listen along in a sort of as live way and then try and nominate the car that they think they've just heard, i.e. what was that sound. Um, it was a McLaren Artura, just in case you're interested. And if you sat at home going, that sounded like a McLaren Artura, then um, congratulations, 100 points, you've just won. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go for a bit more of a wonder. Another man that I really want to talk to is the man that's essentially responsible for me being here today, and that's a guy called Michael. Michael is from the charity Sporting Bears, or from the organisation, I should say, Sporting Bears, who have teamed up with the Children's Trust today. And it's effectively the car club that has got the vast majority of drivers here on track today. So it'd be good to chat with Michael and find out a bit more about the organisation. And of course, how you, if you're listening at home thinking, I want to be part of this, I want to do this next year, how you can get involved as well. So let's go and find Michael. Hi, I'm Michael. I'm regional organiser for Sporting Bears and lead PR on social media for the club. So, still raining. But that's okay. It's not, uh, it's not spoiling the day in any way, shape or form. But as you've just heard from there, the next voice that we'll be hearing from in this podcast is the voice of Michael. Michael, you, effectively, it's all your fault that I'm here today because it was you that got in contact with us uh, a couple of months ago now saying, look, we're organising this day and we'd love you to come along. So firstly, thank you very much and it's great to be here. Thank you. A pleasure to have you with us and appreciate you being here. Yeah, and I mean, it is, it's a really, really special event, this, isn't it? I've just spoken with Liz from the Children's Trust. She's given a fantastic overview of where, you know, how the charity is benefiting from days like today. But in your words, what is this day all about? Well, for Sporting Bears Motor Club, um, it's an event that we've been um, coming to for 10 to 12 years. Um, it's one of the highlights on our calendar. It's obviously at a very iconic venue and... You can hear something very sporty in the background, probably. Um, and it's just something that our volunteers and drivers love to come and do. Fantastic. So let's talk about the club itself, because, of course, you represent Sporting Bears, and Sporting Bears are here as the club that are effectively donating their time, the drivers are donating their cars and their passenger seats for the day. How did all of this come about, and, and how long ago did this start? Okay, so Sporting Bears is a motor club that was uh, founded in 1989, uh, from one of our founding uh, members who I believe was in another car club. Got a little bit, a bit disillusioned about how car clubs were back in those days um, and that they didn't do very much in the community uh, and they wanted to do more. Um, so they got together and started to go to all the usual places that car clubs go to um, but started to raise money on behalf of children's charities and that's always been core to our ethos. Um, from there, they came up with a concept that we now call Dream Rides. Uh, and this is a, a really fantastic, unique passenger ride experience where you come to one of our events, you look at our core wall, which has got all the pictures of our cars. It's got all the top trumps figures, if anybody's old enough to remember top trumps. Um, and you look at those figures and the car, you just choose which one you would like to go out in. And we take you out uh, on the public roads for 10 miles or 20 minutes, give or take, uh, and give you a, a ride in the car of your dreams. Incredible. And, I mean, I've been lucky enough to see some of the cars that have been driving around on the circuit so far today. Uh, but you're going to have a far better idea. What are the cars that kind of jump out for you as the, the, the star cars, the highlights, and what tends to be the most popular? With, in our garage or on the track today? Uh, 
let's start with your garage. Well, in our garage, we've got... What we've always got is a lovely selection. So we're not just supercars, we're classic cars, we're sports cars. So there's always a wonderful range, and it, what it means is there's, that there's something for everyone. Um, we've got single-seaters, Caterham, sport, uh, supercars. So we've got a 675LT, McLaren 675LT, sorry, um, which is just the pinnacle, as, you, as I'm sure you and your uh, audience will be aware. Uh, we've got a 570 GT there too, but we've got Super Legera. Uh, Aston Martin DBS, much more of a GT car, but beautiful, stunning in red. Um, we have an old Saab 9, uh, 95 uh, with a pea shooter exhaust. It just goes pop, 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 pop. It just sounds fabulous. Uh, Rolls Royce Corniche. Uh, we've got a Dodge, Dodge Charger, uh, very Dukes of Hazard, um, and just a, a super selection Ferraris and Lamborghinis and so on. So. There's a super selection there, but I mean, also what's on track today is there's a very solid metal out there on track today. So, but I, I'm sure you've already spoken about that. Yeah, we've well spoken about it and given some sound bites as well of some of the cars. I, can, I think I can still hear that Carrera GT screaming past us in the background. It just sounds absolutely phenomenal. Yes, indeed, indeed. So the cars that are on track today, then are they also have they also come through Sporting Bears? No, they haven't come through Sporting Bears. They're, they're affiliated with us and. You know, we, we know them all very well, but they're cars from the car community who are great at getting together to, to help support uh, charities, which is it's always lovely to see, isn't it? Absolutely right, absolutely. And a day like today, is this fairly typical for the, chari- for, for the organisation's activity, as in putting people in cars like this? For ourselves, it's, it's absolutely, it's our modus operandum. So um, our primary... Um, cause now is to raise money for children's charities we do it at 50 plus events all over the uk uh, such as this the nec classic car shows we do car fest north and south which is north is starting this weekend um and also the british motor show which is a big big new event for us so we raised forty-one thousand pounds there last year so and a much increased footfall this year so we're hoping to go way north of that so it's really exciting it is indeed, and we'll see you there, by the way, at the British Motor Show, because we will also be there doing some more content. So perhaps we'll have another catch-up when we're there and have a chat, and we can perhaps then find out and recap on how successful this weekend has been, because I think Liz mentioned they're a very, very impressive figure of what they're hoping to raise for the Children's Trust, and it's just so amazing to think that this is ultimately all happening because we, a load of car people, want to get together and drive our cars around a racetrack. Yeah, that's absolutely... I mean, certainly... We did this event last year. It's a single single day, and we raised seven thousand pounds doing what we we do. Uh, I'm hoping to hit fifteen for the two days. I know what goes on track will be far north of that, which is fantastic. Um, but as a club, Sporting Bears is, are now raising two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand pounds a year um, for children's charities. A hundred percent of that goes to the children's charities we support. Uh, we're now up to almost three million pounds since we've we started off. So you can see we've really ramped up in recent years, um, and all the drivers give their time, their, their fuel, which as we know is horribly expensive right now, uh, and maintenance of their vehicles, all for nothing. And I think that's a really crucial thing to remember, isn't it? That if, so for your group that are doing majority majority road driving today, as you say, you've got people that are driving their own cars, spending their own money on fuel. No doubt there are people that don't live 
conveniently down the road from Goodwoods. They might have to put themselves up in hotels. This is all stuff that they're paying for out of their own pocket, isn't it? Absolutely. There's a bunch of us um, in, a, in a hotel tonight um, and uh, we'll have dinner together. So th- there's actually a really nice social scene to the club too, which is, which is nice for anybody who, who might be in, interested in joining Sporting Bears. And you can do that by going onto our website, sportingbears.co.uk. Um, but it's, it's, it's fun and we enjoy it and there's nothing more flattering than somebody wanting to get in your car. Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I've done a couple of similar events with similar charities before and it's always quite flattering, when, especially when you're looking around at some of the other metal around there and it's the people coming up to your car going, no, no, it's your one I want to get into. It is a really, really special feeling, isn't it? Really much so. And when we have such a broad spectrum of cars, there's something for everyone and you think everybody would want to go out in that fantastic supercar etc but they don't always want to and it's oh, but that's unique that's different and that's what sporting bears offers yeah fantastic and if there's anyone listening thinking because we've had a bit of a chat about the, the charity and how people might be able to get involved and bring their car on the the circuit and do the driving on the circuit but if people are thinking actually the road driving is far more up my street and i've got something quite interesting that i think might be able to raise a bit of money can people still join absolutely so um as i said get onto our website uh, sportingbears.co.uk um, scroll down you'll see a join us section and you can sign up for membership it's just £25 a year it's not like other car clubs we, um, we, we like to keep it keen uh, so we, we get good membership we've got 1500 members all over the UK we're doing 50, 50 plus events all over the UK uh, and we're just, it's just a fun place to be Fantastic. And is there any prerequisite? Does it matter what sort of car you have? Does it have to be a classic? Does it have to be a supercar? How does it work? It doesn't need to be anything like that. The club is extremely inclusive and we we welcome all types of cars. Um, It's not just about the car. It's about what we do. And there's so many other ways that you can get involved. You can marshal, you can work on the desk, you can help try and convince people to get in cars at the core wall, etc. just about putting smiles on faces fantastic and i'm seeing a lot of smiles on faces whether regardless everyone here is really quite excited to be here i've got lots of really happy young looking people who are perhaps about to go and have a go in some cars or even better benefit from some of the charity organizations that are going on here today as well it's quite a quite a magical atmosphere but michael i'm going to let you get back to work because you're actually here doing work i'm the one swanning around with the microphone in my hand and doing the easy job so uh, yeah thank you so much for, for firstly the invite but secondly for all the work you're doing it's absolutely fantastic and i wish you all the very best success over the next couple of days Thank you, Mike. Once again, much appreciated. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. Having spoken to Michael, who has so kindly arranged for me to be here today, I thought it would be now worth going and talking to some of the drivers because, of course, um, Sporting Bears, as we've now established, is the the organisation that is taking people out onto the road, doing some road driving, as well as... Um, the other group that are taking people out onto the circuit. Um, now, what you're about to hear, and the only reason I'm giving this warning, is uh, because it gets quite emotional. Some of the people that we speak to uh, tell some quite hearts, heart-wrenching stories and accounts of, of why they do this. Um, so I just want to kind of give you a heads up on that, really, um, just in case there's kind of any uh, public blubbering that uh, that might <laughs> that might happen. Uh, but yes, I've spoken to a couple of people already. Um, 
and now I'm going to kind of delve in and try and speak to a few more. But yes, it's it's worth mentioning. Obviously, the reason that we're here today is to raise money for charity, and that charity is the Children's Trust, which of course predominantly is supporting children with um, quite severe illnesses. And uh, yeah, the reason for people wanting to be here and wanting to help and wanting to raise money is is to benefit them. And of course, with that brings some quite emotional stories. So let's dive in. Let's speak to a few cool people. Uh, the first gentleman that I'm going to speak to is a gentleman called Mark. Uh, Mark is the driver of a beautiful 1966 Mustang Coupe uh, with a uh, non-stock engine, let's say that much, uh, 5.7 litre V8. Looks beautiful, this car. Uh, let's dive in with uh, Mark first and see who else we can find afterwards. Hello, um, my name is Mark Greenwell. I've been a member of Sporting Bears for about six years now. Uh, we're here today at Goodwood for the supercar event, and I'm driving with Sporting Bears. Mark, firstly, lovely to meet you. Thank you for giving me some of your time. Secondly, thank you for letting me shield from the rain by sitting inside your rather lovely Ford Mustang. Now, I think you, you told me just before we hit record, this is a 1966 classic Ford Mustang, isn't it? What a beautiful car. Thank you, yes. Uh, she's a California car. Um, originally with a six-cylinder engine, now has a 351 Windsor, 5.7-litre uh, V8 engine in the front, and she's been she's a resto mod, so she was rebuilt in California um, by the previous owner, and I purchased her from the guys who imported her sort of mid to end of last year. It's a fantastic car. It really is. It's such a beautiful place to be, both, and, and it smells amazing. There's, I've said this time and time before on the podcast. It's such a shame. You can hear things. You can hear the atmosphere. But what you haven't got is the smell of this car, which is just magical. I don't think I can even pinpoint what it is. It's a combination of vinyls and leathers and petrol and oils. It's just, it's just very nice, isn't it? It, it, it smells like a classic car, is, is the way I describe it. Because there is no smell. Modern cars... As lovely as they are, for the, for example, the Aston Martin that we have here today as well, that smells of lovely leather. But this has a smell of, of, of as you say, oil and, and petrol. and it, it just, It's intoxicating. It is. It really is. So you are the first driver that I've spoken to so far today, and I'm really glad that I've been able to grab you because, of course... I'd love to get an understanding of what motivates you because we've mentioned already or I've mentioned already on the recording that everyone that's here today with a car effectively is giving up their time, is giving up their fuel, is giving up travelling times, people are staying locally in hotels, paying for that themselves. Mm-hmm. What does a day like today mean for you and, 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 and yeah, why are you here? That's a really <laughs> challenging question. Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's an opportunity for us to give back. So we, we are privileged. We own some fantastic cars. And there's a whole range of cars here from an MGB up to a McLaren 675, a 1964 Saab, just beautiful cars. And I think all of the, the drivers and myself, we, we're lucky to own these cars and have the opportunity to own them. And it is imperative that we share them and have other people experience them. And for us to be able to give back, invest our time in our, as you say, the cost of fuel and insurance and so on, and raise money for children's charities, it's, it's a privilege. And, and that, I've been a member for six years, and every time I come, the generosity of people just amazes me. But as well as the events here today, we also do closed events for the families and the children whom we help with, with donations. And as heartbreaking as those events are, it's, again, a privilege to be able to help those families and, and give them a a day when they don't have to think about the challenges that they face. I, th- I think that that's a very, very crucial point there that you've just said, because, of course, it's very easy to focus on the, the financials and what it costs you as a driver, but also what people are then paying to do the days and, of course, the money that that's then is raised. And all of that's fantastic, but often the magic of giving children especially the ability who perhaps aren't having the best time at the moment to come along and experience a day where they're able to not have to think about the difficult things that are happening in life at the moment they're able to see cars smell cars hear them and go out for a drive in them as well it's um, it's it's quite actually, it's, it's actually quite a magical thing isn't it? it it absolutely is and the what amazes me is the continuous generosity of people um Last year we had a very shortened year because of obviously COVID. In fact, our first event last year was the equivalent event here at Goodwood uh, last July. And we raised record money for the charities at the event here last year. We hope to do the same, despite the weather, hope to do the same again today. But over in the, in the shortened um, t- season from the July to November last year, we raised more money in a single year than we ever had. It's just... So people wanted... People, again, generosity is amazing. They came out of, we came out of lockdown and wanted to enjoy ourselves and by, through which we raise money for the people who are less fortunate than ourselves. And it's, you know, it, it's all credit to you. I think it's just absolutely fantastic what everybody is doing here today as drivers, as people that are coming along to help spread the word, as just volunteers on ticket gates and things, you know, gre- meeting and greeting people as they're coming in. It's, everyone is playing such a vital role and it's, it's really, really magical and exciting to see it. Now, you mentioned you've been a member for, do you say, six years? Yeah. Is, yeah well, since I got my, I had a modern Mustang previously. Uh, in 2015, I, I received that, and I, I more or less joined immediately. And, uh, and now I have, I have this classic Mustang uh, to replace her. Uh, and the membership has been growing s- steadily over that period. So if I may, for anyone who's out there, if they Google Sporting Bears, you'll find our website. We're always on the lookout for like-minded members. Any car, any car can be a dream car for, for a potential customer. So don't worry. If you don't think you've got a great car, you probably have. Um, also, if you don't have a car, 
we have people who come along and support. Without, without people in the garage and on the front desk, we could not do what we do. So, and it's a great social environment to be in. So, a bit of advertising, but you know. No, but it's very, very valid. And the thing that it still amazes me, you know, to, to be a member, we're not talking huge money. Aren't we? We're not talking hundreds of pounds. It's £25 a year. Uh, yeah, for, for an individual membership, it's £25. A family membership is about £30, £35. Um, and you pay to come and join a superb set of people who love cars and love helping other people with raising money for the charities. Fantastic. And have you got... A list of people that have already have you taken people out already today in the Mustang, or have you got a list of people coming this afternoon? So I've taken two families out today, uh, and I was, I was privileged to tell the first people who came out with me that they were the first people to have passenger rides in this this very car. Uh, and then I took a father and, and his daughter out a uh, second time. Uh, to be honest, with the rain, I don't know how many other people I'm going to take today, but any rides I can I can give, even if it's only one ride a day, that's enough for me. And, and I can help by selling on the on the cool wall. I can uh, persuade other people to go into one of the many cars that we have here today. Fantastic. And does it ever get difficult, you know, especially when you've got, you know, parents and a child in the car? Are there times where you kind of have to maybe keep, bite your lip or have a big gulp at times? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, particularly at the closed events when we're not, when we're not raising money. We're focusing on the family days for the, the, the people who are supported by the charities. Yeah, it can be really difficult. Um, most people don't see... It's amazing. You don't see that some of the kids in public that we support because they are, their disabilities are so life-affecting. And, yeah, it's... They're all welling up. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it can be difficult. Well, thank you so much, firstly, for, for, as I say, giving me some of your time, but also for sharing your side of the story, which is so real. And I think it's so important for people to hear it. And I hope that it has turned on a few light bulbs for people who are listening at home thinking, do you know what? This sounds so good. It sounds like exactly the kind of thing I want to do. I've got a car perhaps sat at home or maybe more than one car sat at home, not doing very much, not moving very much. And this would be a perfect excuse to get it out, get it on the road and raise a bit of money for charity. Uh, So, Mark, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for letting me sit in your wonderful car with all of its wonderful sights and smells. And um, I really look forward to perhaps catching up with you at the next event. Absolutely. I'll be at uh, the British Motor Show if you're there. And I'll also be at Arundel. And Sporting Bears will be at the the Coffers North and South working with uh, children in need. So we do events from basically March to November. Pretty much somewhere in the country there'll be an event. But thank you for your time. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, my name's Ian Cullington. I'm a Sporting Bears driver, um, driving a 3200 GT Maserati. And a very nice 3200 GT Maserati it is. And thank you also for letting me sit in it, because I'm enjoying this tradition. I previously had used the excuse of it's raining, so it might make sense to sit in the car. Um, I'm, I'm scrapping that now. I'm just going to try and sit in everyone's car that I'm talking to. Ian, thank you so much for giving me some of your time uh, and for allowing me to sit in your car. In your words, what does today mean to you? Uh, today means an opportunity to uh, get my car out and drive it and enjoy it, but at the same time allow other people to enjoy it, uh, to see the smiles on their faces, to make them happy for me to have a great excuse for doing it whilst raising money for children's charities, in this case, Children's Trust. Um, It means uh, that I get to to drive the car at the same time as raising that money and and being that 
my donation is my time and the, the petrol um, and the use of the car and other but means that other people's donations can go 100% to the charity um, and it's a win-win because other people enjoy the experience of going in a car most people have never been in a Maserati um, and, it, and I get to drive it so it's kind of a win-win Definitely, yeah definitely How long have you been doing this sort of thing? Uh, eight or nine years since I've had this car um, I, I was introduced to it by uh, a, a good friend of mine a guy called Marcus Barr who took me up to the NEC uh, an event up there um, in his uh, Marcos uh, big V8 uh, angry growling thing um, and I was telling him all the way up there about this car that I was about to buy um, and as soon as we we'd pulled into the garage up there I realised that this is what I would end up doing with my car it's a pretty special excuse, isn't it? I was saying to Mark earlier in his Mustang about, you know, we owners of interesting cars, we are very lucky. We're all very fortunate to have it. And as you quite rightly said before, there are a lot of people haven't ever been in a Maserati. A lot of people don't even get up close to Maserati. So the opportunity for people to actually have a driving one for a good cause is, is quite special, isn't it? It is. And it reminds you that you are lucky because I am lucky to be able to, to afford this and to drive this. But it does become a little bit normalised if you get used to it. But coming to these events reminds you that that's not the case. It's it, it's not a particularly expensive car, but it's the kind of car that you rarely see and that people rarely go in. And and it just reminds you of that all the time. Yeah, definitely. And the 3200, I mean, just from a car, a car geekery point of view, this was always bound to happen, by the way, it is a car that is ageing so beautifully now. And not only in the way that it looks, but the noise that these things make is just magical, isn't it? I can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have it otherwise. <laughs> so tell me about the kind of people that you tend to get wanting to buy some time in the car. Is it? Uh, do you get people of all ages? Is there a certain demographic that says, nope, that's the car I want to be in? There's no rules. There are no rules in any way, shape or form with this. You'll go to an event where you'll be inundated and you'll be out all day. They'll go to another event where you get hardly any rides. You'll get everything from young children to the oldest people uh, everybody in between uh, it, it's, there's, there's no rationale behind it. it and that's one of the great things about it you meet such a variety of people uh, and that's not just the, the people that get into the car for the rides that's the other people in Sporting Bears in the club because you've got everybody from multimillionaires to people who just about scrape enough to, to run one car and everybody in between um, and it's not just about motoring it's about that sort of generosity of nature that everybody's got in common that's the reason why you're doing it um so it's again it's all win-win it's nice in every sense fantastic now there's a couple of observations that i'll make firstly about the car and this is a comical one and it's one that i love about maseratis because i know yours isn't the only one that does this but i'm looking at the speedo needle from where I'm sat in the passenger seat, and the actual resting point of the needle, where the needle stops, this is not an Italian um, wiring malfunction. The actual rest needle is about 10 miles an hour. It doesn't even bother stopping at zero, does it? Yeah, it's, it's 15 from where I am. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't like 20-mile-an-hour zones. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, tick-over's kind of 30, so, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a weird one, that. My other observation is about you, Ian, and I hope you don't mind me asking, but I can't help but notice that you only have one leg. And we're in an automatic, which I guess that, that yeah. makes life easier. Um, does, does that, does there a story there behind as to why you are 
you know, wanting to do these sort of charity events, or is that just purely coincidental? I think it's purely coincidental. It's possibly that... Uh, so that was... I lost my leg because a car ironically hit me when I was riding my motorbike when I was 19. Um, so I've, I've been a, an amputee for quite a long time. Um, and uh, as a result of that, I didn't ride motorbikes. So, But it's always been in my mind that I, it's not about speed or necessarily, but acceleration... Um, that feeling of, of that sort of feeling you get with, with that, that sort of entertainment that you get riding in a motorbike, it's a little bit replaced by, by a Maserati in some respects. So it might be connected to that sort of the feeling of enjoyment of that kind of element of things, the acceleration and motoring in general in relating to bikes and stuff like that. But I do feel a sense of, of that charitable sort of side of things certainly yeah when you see other people in the way that they suffer in lives and you again i feel very very lucky um so my my the fact that i'm an amputee hardly impinges on my life at all but i can appreciate what some other people go through as a result yeah yeah, yeah that's that's really nicely said and just to wrap up how easy do you find it when it comes to taking people out are you able to kind of put that emotional side of why you're doing it and the the days that you're having um, or does it? Are there times where sometimes you really kind of have to bite your lip a little bit? Yeah. So events where we're taking the public out to raise money is is a, is relatively easy because that's that's just people coming out for fun in the car. Some of the events we do are uh, purely for uh, taking people out that are, are either children that have got a, a terminal illness, got limit, life limiting uh, illnesses or conditions. And we take their siblings out and their carers and their parents sometimes. So we, we call those fundraising rather than fundraising. So there's no money involved in that. We just have a day where we'll just take people out. And some of those days can get incredibly emotional because then you hear some of the real stories behind what it is that we're doing. And those people are from, generally speaking, from the charities that we're, we're raising funds for. So they can be quite emotional with you too. Um, so that can be really difficult sometimes, and but in a good way because it reminds you of why you're doing it and to get that actual contact with those charities, and and see how how wonderful some of those people are is can get extremely emotional. Yeah. So yeah, there's emotion behind the reasons why we're doing what we're doing, um, but generally speaking, there's smiles on faces when we're doing it because we're putting, you know, we're that the. There's a quote that's often quoted that says you you can't add uh, life, uh, you can't add years to their life, but you can add life to their years. Yeah, that's that's a touching sort of emotion. So yeah, that's yeah a really very beautiful statement actually, really really lovely. Well, um, thank you, Ian, firstly for giving me a bit of your time, but also for doing what you do because of course there are people here who are definitely going away from the day to day with some really happy memories it's great to see the faces of of the kids that are here of the families that are here it's that kind of day of relief even if they don't end up going out in a car just being able to get up close see some of the cars hear some of the cars experience the atmosphere it's kind of a it's a little break away from reality isn't it for a lot of people and that's quite a magical thing absolutely yeah you've said it all yeah fantastic well i'll let you get back to it i'm sure there are people that are keen to uh, get into this passenger seat and experience the uh, the lovely sounds that this car makes and hopefully our paths will cross at another event in the future the driven chat podcast in association with paramex digital hello i'm mark warren i'm a part-time pretend racing driver 
and uh, today I'm driving a McLaren road car with uh, Sporting Bears doing some passenger rides. The next person that I've found in the now sunny grounds of the Goodwood Motor Circuit, delighted to say that, and it's getting surprisingly warm as well, is the man you've just heard from there, Mark Warren. Mark, we're standing beside your car that you've brought along here today, and I think this, I think it's fair to say, I don't think anyone else is going to be too upset by me saying this, this is probably one of the more valuable cars that I think uh, we've been up close to so far today, a 675 LT McLaren. It is indeed, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a pretty uh, special bit of kit. Um, it's it's grey though, and it's not sort of uh, it's not orange or bright green, which I think most of the uh, the uh, the teenagers would like to see. So, but I'm I'm too old to drive an, an orange car, so it's got orange orange seat belts and a orange brake calipers. It's about as far as I can get away with. And quite orange um, side panels on the bucket seats as well. It's very nicely spec. Did you spec this from the factory? No, I didn't. I had a 720 before but it, um, I had one of the early ones and it was perhaps a little bit complicated and went wrong a couple of times so I went backwards to a, a slightly older McLaren but this one touch wood touch everything is um, uh, has been great super reliable and it's a perfect blend of kind of um, sort of speed and character and it's just a great far, great fun uh, car on the road and track actually so oh, I've really enjoyed it and I think this is it now this is this is a Keeper. I know everyone says there's keeper, don't they? But this this one definitely feels like a keeper. Good stuff. Yeah, that old saying of they don't make them like they used to, even though this is probably only about it's three true, years old. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a day like today is it's quite an incredible day, really. I've been trying to capture for our audience the kind of atmosphere of the day. We've got stuff happening on the circuit, and then of course with sporting bears, there's stuff happening on the roads. Um, why don't you tell me what's how long have you been involved in sporting bears, and what does your involvement mean? to you well i've been doing uh, these uh days for a, f- a few years now and i think the way i looked at it is i thought god when i was young and and playing with my matchbox cars and and everything i would have loved to have done something like this i would love to have, have the opportunity to just to go out and have a little ride in 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 some of these cars and now i'm lucky enough to own one i just feel like you know it's great it's fantastic fun to just to share it with some uh, enthusiastic um, fans. Obviously, we're, we're raising a bit of money for the for the charity, which is fantastic. We're also just we're just sharing it with some in, in, you know real car enthusiasts, and uh, particularly the, the teenagers who come out are lots of fun. They generally tell me how they've already driven this car on Forza on the <laughs> Xbox, how they actually prefer the Bugatti, but you know the McLaren will do in the meantime. But so they're they're quite fun when they're when, uh, uh, when they're in the passenger seat. What is your typical um, passenger? Do you have? Do you tend to find there's a certain demographic that really want to pay the fee to ride in this particular car? Yeah, there's. Yeah, there's. There's. Let's say the the, the Forza Forza playing teenagers who have driven every car and they know every fact about it. And to be honest, they don't even take much attention when they're in the passenger seat. They're just reeling out uh, sort of stats and figures about, about every car and how much faster the, the Bugatti or the uh, Pagani is. Um, and then I think then you get the, uh, the sort of enthusiastic dads who have sort of got away with... with uh, they're trying to sort of play it down nonchalantly, but um, looking forward to uh, having a ride. And then I think the, sometimes as well there's people that are coming out they're actually looking to buy one and it's it's not always easy to get a 
test drive to, to work out which car you like. And actually, jumping in the passenger seat for, for 20 minutes can be a, a good way just to get a good, a good um, sort of ride and see how it feels. And you're going to get a far more honest review, aren't you, from somebody that's actually spent their own hard cash on the car than the perhaps salesperson in the passenger seat going, oh, no, sir, they're absolutely fantastic. Well, yes, that or the social media uh, image of it. Yeah. Something. yeah, no, there's definitely the other side. There's the expensive side of enjoying these cars. But, uh, yes, so uh, touch wood, this one has been very reliable. So I don't have so much of a horror story to tell on this one. But hopefully let's keep it that way. Indeed, indeed. Now... Let's talk about the day today because, of course, we're all here to raise awareness and raise some money and do lovely things for, uh, in this instance, the Children's Trust, which is, of course, a fantastic charity. Um, How many of these sort of days do you get to do a year? I get to do uh, sort of three or four. I'd love to do um, a few more. It's just sort of how the calendar falls. Um, My kids have have just broken up. My son's just finished his GCSEs. I'm I'm racing a Janetta, um, so it's it's just fitting fitting them in and uh, it's fitting them in the calendar. But um, I'm doing this uh, obviously here at Goodwood's Day and then be at the the British British Motor Show coming up uh, next month as well. And so will we. So we'll we'll, we'll we'll bump into you there as well. Um, and one of the things I know it's not you know, dwelling on the costs of what it co- what it takes to come and partake in a day like today as a driver. Is that something that you even think about or even consider, or is that just something that you write it off as, no, today I give the day, I give the whatever it costs is whatever it costs because the focus is the charity, or is that, you know, especially in the, the current climates where, let's be honest, we all know that fuel isn't cheap, is it something that plays at the back of your mind? It, it isn't cheap, and, and the nice thing about this car is it isn't depreciating too much at the moment. It's kind of, the, the value has been quite static, so that's great. I don't get to drive it as often as I'd like to. So in a way, it's a good excuse to get out and use it, and if you're sharing it with others and sort of there's, a, there's an enjoyment factor for everyone around that, that's great. I mean, these cars generally, they're not... They're not they're, someone described these cars to me as a, sort of they're great for, for driving A to A. You can you go out, you can't leave them anywhere, you can't get in multi-storey car parks, you can't generally, you're worried about where you put them. So you go out, you drive around a bit, and then you go back home and, and relax when it goes back in the garage. The fact that we've got a nice excuse to come out and, uh, and the weather is kind of getting a little bit better now, but we can get out, put the roof down, hopefully, for the next couple of runs, and, um, yeah, enjoy the car. No, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying myself, hopefully, and hopefully the passengers are as well. I'm sure they are. And that, I think, is a to kind of wrap up on our chat, I think that's a perfectly brilliant and valid reason as to why people should be a member. If people are listening at home thinking, yeah, I've got a fairly interesting car, yeah, it might not be a McLaren, but it might be a, a fairly interesting classic, and I want to take it out for a drive, but I never really have that excuse. This is, as an excuse, it's pretty good, isn't it? You can get out in the car, do some good let other people enjoy the car and then raise some money. It's kind of like a it's win-win-win. It's the perfect combination. So, uh, yeah, it, no, and, and, and you're absolutely right. A lot of the other cars that are really popular, there's, there's Caterhams, there's Mustangs, particularly the cars that have like small seats in the back, um, they're really popular because the whole family can go out and have a, uh, have a run. So, yeah, the real uh, sort of eccentric mixture of cars is, uh, is great. Fantastic. Well, I'll let you get back to it. I'm sure you've got a few more people that have paid their money to enjoy the passenger seat this afternoon. Great to chat with you, and perhaps we'll catch up at another event in the near future. Great. Look forward to it. Thanks. Cheers. 
Hi John, I'm Gary. I've been a sporting bear for almost 10 years and I drive a 2018 Chevy Camaro ZL1. Now, what I really like about events like this and the automotive community as a whole is the fact that you get to occasionally bump into people that you've known for many, many years. Now, Gary, we met, I'm trying to put uh, a date on this, but I think we first met, you used to be a customer of mine back in an era where I was running and organising track days, and I think it might be around 2011 or 12? Probably a little bit sooner than that, because that was... Master MX-5, Porsche Boxster, then the rather mental VXR8, and I got that when my son is now he's now ten. So yeah, twelve odd years ago. It's scary, isn't it? Where's the where is the time going? I'm delighted that we bumped into each other today, and this is purely coincidental because, of course, I've turned up today to record with Sporting Bears at this lovely event here at Goodwood, and then as I was greeted by Michael this morning. You came over and said hello, and it was great to be able to suddenly realise, oh, my goodness me, yes, this community is hilariously brilliantly small because, of course, it's, we've said it before, two degrees of separation between just about everyone here. Everybody knows everybody, and this is the perfect example of it. And here you are now doing amazing things with this amazing organisation, raising money for charity in your car. And this is a car that, until today, I hadn't seen before. So why don't you just remind us again, what is it? Sure, it's a 2018 Camaro ZL1, so from factory. It's uh, 650 horsepower, 650 pound-foot, and it's just got all the toys. It's a 10-speed auto, it's got magnetic dampers, it's got an electronic limited slip diff. I could go on forever because, obviously, you can't buy that car in Europe, so I had to do my homework and bring it in from the States. So, yeah, I know quite a bit about it. <laughs> and it's a car that, in fact, it's a miracle that I've been able to peel you away from it to have this conversation because I think... I've just overheard from the ladies there on the desk taking the bookings for the car today. You're, you are effectively completely sold out today, is that right? Yeah, I mean, the people who come to events like this obviously know their cars, and to see a car like that here, it's the novelty factor, it's the rarity factor, it's the fact that um, Rory Reed drove one in America with Sabine, uh, RIP, uh, on Top Gear, and then two years later he drove my very car on his own YouTube channel. So it, it's quite a well-known car in the car community. And on a day like today, when you've got so many people wanting to have a ride in it, how does that make you feel? Does it, does it make you feel strangely proud of the car? Or? Do you know, it's something you never get used to because we see some wonderful cars here. You know, we've got Lambos, we've got Ferraris, but it's always humbling when people actually want to spend their own money and donate to such a, a noble charity and actually choose your car above all the others. So it always puts a smile on your face. Fantastic. And... Tell me about the emotional side of days like today because it's been interesting talking to some drivers who kind of take it in their stride and get on with it. Others give quite an emotional account of some days it can actually be quite heart-wrenching, which, of course, you would expect for charity events like this. Um, how does it tend to feel for you? Do you know, that's a very good question. OK, we're about to get hit by a tractor, so should we wait? Um, we do a lot of these days, obviously, but we also do a lot of days where we actually take the kids and the parents out on, on fun days for them. And, you know, as a father now with a 10-year-old, the thing that always gets me is how the parents cope with their terminally ill children, with their severely disabled children. And to them, that's an everyday occurrence, and that's the heart-wrenching thing. Because, you know, we moan that our kids play with technology for too long or, you know, don't put their iPads down. And yet 
these parents are dealing with kids on life support systems essentially day in day out so yes it can be heart-wrenching um, but you know it's it's nice to know that you are in some way helping yeah I think you're absolutely right you've you've hit the nail on the head and I think that generally is the is the, the feeling from everybody that's driving here today it's it's that kind of ability of not only to get out and have a great time in the car but it is everyone here is doing something to make a difference whether that's raising some money or just giving people a bit of respite from quite an unhappy situation it, it makes a big difference doesn't it oh 100% I mean you know as well as as everyone that our form of escapism is to get in our cars and just drive but if we can actually give that sense of escapism to to kids and to parents for however you know short a period of time it is it's, it's a good thing to do Fantastic. Well, Gary, I'll let you get back to it because I'm sure there's now going to be a small queue of people queuing up to get into your amazing car. What I might try and do, actually, when you next drive out is follow you out just so that our listeners can hear this thing because it is, it's a pretty unique sounding car, isn't it? It certainly is. And when you do hear it, trust me when I say it's the quietest version of their quiet exhaust and I've added extra silences. So bear that in mind. <laughs> Will do. Thanks so much. So, as promised... Having spoken to Gary, I'm going to make my way back to the rear of the ZL1. Let's have a little listen, firstly, to it starting up. That's it starting up. Bear in mind, and Gary's just reminded me as we walked over to the car, this is the quietest exhaust system available with added silencers to make it even quieter, and yet that is what it sounds like. Uh, what I'll do is, uh, as Gary gets his, his uh, charity passengers in, I will uh, just walk behind it so that you can hear the noise that this thing makes. It's, um, it's a pretty, uh, pretty wild-looking car. If you want to see the car, by the way, it has its own Instagram handle. Uh, ZL1UK, simple as that. ZL1UK, have a look on Instagram and you can actually follow this car. It is a very unique car. As Gary says, it's one of only a few in the UK uh, sounds incredible, uh, looks incredible, and it's just such a cool thing to see here in the UK. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. I've decided that what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring this episode to a close with the sound of Gary's ZL1 Camaro, because it is just such a unique sounding car. It's not a car that uh, many of us get to see or hear here in the UK, if you're one of our many, many, many thousands of US listeners, you're probably there going, yeah, whatever, we, we hear these all the time. But for us here in the UK, it's uh, quite the novelty, so it's quite a cool thing to, to see and to hear. Uh, before you get to hear that lovely noise, I will say thank you so, so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, I could reel off all those lovely charity names, email addresses, uh, web URLs, all that sort of stuff, but uh, it's going to be easier if I just put it all in the description below have a scroll down wherever you're listening to this episode and you will find the uh, all of the different uh, organizations that we've spoken to as well as the names of people we've spoken to some social media feeds as well um, and if you want to learn more about sporting bears and how you can get involved in dream rides uh, you've got the links to that as well but here it is here is the ZL1 currently just ticking over make my way out towards the road as he pulls away so what I'm going to do is make my way I'm running, I feel like Annika Rice which is going to mean nothing to a lot of people and it shouldn't really mean anything to me but I'm saying it anyway 
Oh my goodness me, and there's a Spitfire that's just taken off. This gets better and better for audio sounds. That's the sound of a Merlin engine Spitfire for any aviation geeks like me. But here we are to end our episode. Maybe there'll be some Spitfire sounds as well. There you go. Gary didn't disappoint, did he? Thank you so much for listening. Look forward to bringing you another episode, similar variety, in about a week's time. Don't forget, you can find the entire back catalogue of everything that we do at drivenchat.com. That includes all of our previous podcast episodes, our written articles, our videos, and, of course, information on our radio show that you can hear on TalkSport 2. Unless, of course, you're listening to this in about 50 years from now, uh, in which case, it's all finished. For now, though, the show goes on. Speak to you again next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Oh, wow. You've made it to the end. The very end. And it's John Markar here again, reminding you that this podcast, the Driven Chat Podcast, has now run its course and has come to an end. To find the new format, search the Driven Podcast in your preferred podcast app or head on over to the website driven.site to find some quick and easy links through to the new episodes in the new formats on your preferred apps. Thanks. Bye.